0: FM to get started.
1: James Gunn storyboards the Suicide Squad, Gotham brings the bat, and Swamp Thing! You are amazing! Today on DC Movie News!
0: Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talks DC Movie
1: News. Yes, we are here. What are you looking yeah. for? I, I was looking for that typical, we have the super friends that brings us in.
2: But you started looking before the music.
1: Well, I was looking to see if we were going to do the thing. And then I'm like, oh, Tony doesn't know about the thing. I don't know the thing. Oh, and, no, he doesn't know the thing. And, and then there was no music anyway. And, and, there No, we no, no, go. no, no. Ryan, don't you try that now. Don't you <laughs> even Better try that Better late than now, never. Ryan. I disagree. I disagree.
2: <laughs> All we hear is Ryan giggle from the booth.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, don't try to cover it up now. We, we
2: know, know what you did, Ryan. We know what you we did. I you
1: am know. rubbing your nose in it.
2: <laughs> People are like, Ryan?
1: That's so our sorry, producer. Exactly. So just continue to be sorry for a little <laughs> yeah, bit. We'll you just, make just you let you off the hook by the end of the episode. Welcome to DC Movie News, everyone. Um, it's good to be here. Uh, 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 we have a little bit of... What's
2: up? Well, I just am excited that we can finally say what's going on with our, our,
1: <laughs> our boy. I gotta say, I'm glad that we can finally say what's going on with our boy, but I still found out from, like, your tweet.
2: From DC Movie News' account?
1: As far as Johnny LaQuasto is concerned, he still can't tell me, Adam Gertler, only me, what he's doing. So, Roxy, uh, please let everyone know what our uh, 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 former regular co-host, now current, you know, sometime frequent collaborator, we'll see what the future holds, is doing now. So it is
2: pretty cool. If you guys have been watching the show from day one, Johnny LaQuasto has been our, our fearless leader for the last four years And he got a massive opportunity. If you guys don't watch him on After Us TV, he's covered everything from um, Xbox One to 360 to the Raw After Show. He's been on NXT and all of these different things. And finally now... He has been hired by the WWE to be on the WWE and NXT's announced team. He has moved across country and is officially. We knew he started because we saw a picture of him live in action. Yeah. So that is why he's no longer here. Uh, but he's still going to be a contributor on the show. Anytime he's around or anytime there's a big thing, he'll record a video for us. He's helping with the rundown still. He's still very much so a part of this show. Yeah. We could not be happier for him. Uh, this is something he's wanted since the day that I met him, this, uh, and it's pretty awesome. It's like it's like
1: playing like you know. You know, softball with your work friends and then go into the Yankees or something. Like, yeah. the WWE is literally the only like professional wrestling organization that I know. Like, from back in the day with the WWF, like, and I'm like, oh yeah, Ronnie with your, uh, uh Johnny with your, uh, uh oh, wrong. Ronnie. Roxy, Johnny. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> uh, you know, I would think Johnny with his wrestling shows. Like, oh, that's so adorable. And then, like, now he's hired by the WWE. That's it's pretty insane. It's
2: pretty amazing. And, and I think that, with everything going on uh, in other comic book franchises this year, this might uh, this week this might be the biggest DC news of the week.
1: That Johnny, that Johnny, Like that is
2: DC movie is biggest news of the week.
1: Uh-huh. And with that, I do want to introduce you. My, Mike Kalinowski cannot be here today. Johnny not be here. So uh, a good friend of mine, uh, an actor, writer, man about town, Bon Vivant, big comic book fan of both sides of the world we always get together and nerd out he's got a really nice action figure collection we play action figures sometimes uh tony paletto is
0: here hi guys thank you man i am doing well i'm excited to be here Uh, how
2: long have you guys known each other oh that's
0: seven 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 years. yeah and
2: just a quick get to know you so favorite superhero uh the punisher Mm, favorite villain wait how
0: did you uh how did you feel about the netflix show uh, I haven't watched the second season, but I love the first season. I think that that's the best incarnation of the Punisher so Are we so calling the Punisher
2: a superhero?
0: Well, he's a comic book yeah, hero. Yeah. I can change my answer if I you mean, like. If, yeah, it kind of is. I, I already
2: feel like I've pissed if you Batman off. I is, wanna...
0: If Batman is, then the Punisher is. Batman is second. Yeah.
2: Okay. Batman okay. is second. All right, well, well, for purposes of this show, we'll just pretend that Batman's first. Punisher, I'm fine
0: with that. I love I, him. We
1: can talk about Batman. I think Punisher Season 2 is, like, the best action movie, like, old-school old action movie that's happened in the past, like, five years. Like That's good to know. That's encouraging. John Wick-level good. Like, there's some insane action in it. I think it's great. I agree. I'm... Um, Less disappointed that that one is canceled than Daredevil, just because I feel like it was enough. You know, I mean, sure. it's like it was so much, and I'm like, that's a good amount of Punisher. But I agree, it was the best incarnation. Also, Agreed. just
2: because I don't think we said that's Adam Gertler, whose voice you're hearing. Well, no, I
1: was gonna, I was gonna, no, I was gonna get. You it always there. say this,
2: that you're going. This is to, still part of
1: Tony's moment.
2: It's it, we're, we're five minutes. Yes, Tony, we're five minutes into the show.
1: Sometimes, you know, I like to break format and do it a little bit differently.
2: I I we do trust. know that you like that.
1: Roxy Stryer, Count Jewel, whatever is here next to me. Say hi to Roxy, everyone. Hi, Roxy. And
2: do it kindly, please. Please
1: be kind to Roxy. She's a. She's uh, had a long week. I will say Roxy is, um, she's working really hard because this has been a very busy week for you. You host nine shows. I'm
2: hosting so many and it was one of those things where I don't know if you guys ever do this in your lives, but you can just sense yourself being bitchy. And so I was sensing it so I just turned over to Adam and Tony and I was like, guys, I'm pissed at the world today. It's not you. I just want that to be very clear which I think is something you have to do when you're in that mood to make the people around you know.
1: Just the fact that you said it Really says a lot about your character because you yeah. could have just like enjoyed the fact that you didn't care who felt that way. And I was saying like I I was like I don't know I don't know this person today. Like I was getting a very dark a, vibe from you know Roxy you today. just wake solid up introduction when yeah. you
2: wake up and you're like sweating. And also DC has got uh, you, Gotham has been one of my favorite shows for so long. It's done. And uh, and then everybody's making a comment about. Something today, and people are on the internet spoiling end game, and you just look at the world and you're like, Shh, yeah, yeah, like that, yeah, that's me today,
1: I get you, I get you, so hopefully you can get some rest at some point. um, we're gonna jump right into d c movie news, but we would be remiss if we didn't mention the uh a uh, uh, movie opening around the world setting all kinds of box office records. Um, sucking the air out of the news week. So there's not a (laughs) ton of DC movie news. We're going to actually have more TV time than anything else this week because Avengers Endgame has opened. And and just to kind of, you know, it's relevant to a DC show because it just shows where we've come with these films, that they have not gone away, they've only gotten better. And the people that make these films and want to keep making that money realize the fact that you can't just make a better digital effect, that you have to go to the source material, you have to dig into these comics that have laid out decades and decades of storyline. And and it's by pulling that, that's why these films resonate so deep. The fact that my mother, who's 72 <laughs> years old was howling in a theater with me last night.
2: Had she seen all of the other movies? Yes, of course she has.
1: <laughs> my parents see everything, and they know how much I love it. I mean, they grew up with me. They knew that comic books were my only friends for a while, a good part of my childhood. And they loved it because I was reading and, you know, not getting into trouble. But they love these films. But my mom was losing her full mind last night, screaming. My mom screamed, This is so epic! It's so epic! <laughs> At some point, I'm like, I... Love this. Um, So I just want to say, we're not going to talk about Avengers Endgame at all. But I know, Roxy, you saw it it once? You saw it it twice? I did.
2: I've seen it once. I absolutely loved it. But as it relates to DC movie news, I just think, like you said, Adam, it's kind of incredible that I think it was five years ago when I started hearing people say, we've hit superhero fatigue. This is the end of it. You know, it was yeah. about five, six years ago when people were like, no more superhero movies. And now to watch what superhero movies are capable of and how far past that and and now to have superhero movie not even be a genre there are genres within that genre like there's superhero horror superhero comedy superhero rom-com super all different types of things going on uh, and that's a really cool place to be.
1: Yeah um, it's great and I also really loved uh, I loved Endgame it was uh, it was so comic book I think the four movies that the Russo brothers made when I look at when I step back and I'm like those are like four of my favorite movies in like a long time, like because of their character touches, th- they basically treated it like a TV show. Like, if you watch all four of these movies now and mythology from others, like it all strings together. And well, they, you know they how master, I you. they yeah.
0: master the tone of like we're going from melodrama to humor to action, and it's seamless. And that was my biggest fear about Infinity War, was that they would drop the ball and transitioning between all these different plots, but they didn't.
1: Yeah, it's a hard thing, and, and the, the the shows and we'll talk about this in a little bit, some of the shows that try to do, everybody obviously tries to do that there's always humor in comics, they're comic books mm-hmm. but that's where most of them fail yep. um, is balancing the tone and making it feel like there, there, there are stakes, but one of the most successful people to do that in, in really pushing humor and stakes and making one of the most lovable films was James Gunn with Guardians of the Galaxy and we all know the story of what happened to James Gunn, who has been rehired by disney but not before we have him (laughs) hard at work on the sequel to suicide squad my least favorite film of the dc eu so far and now it's one of my most anticipated because of Gunn. i really want to say so tony where does that first suicide squad fall for you with the new crop of dc films and how are are you excited about this james gunn
0: one Uh, i think it falls somewhere very close to the bottom to me like i think that batman superman uh, Suicide Squad and Justice League are all bad. Mm-hmm. I think that Justice League is the worst one because that is the most designed by committee movie I've ever seen in my life. This is a good,
1: good. good I, I understand yeah. that opinion.
0: At least Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad are kind of singular in their tone and kind of yes. consistent in being bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I did not like that movie, but. I know it's going to be better with James Gunn. I am very excited, and I saw the concept art, and it looks like it might be King Shark he's doodling with there, which is uh, really exciting. Well,
1: that's great. So, Roxy, you saw that there was a a little doodle of James Gunn's beginning. Some people were calling it a storyboard art. I guess it's a storyboard image. Um, So were you able to make out anything from this picture, which I I don't know how close you can really get to it. So if you can't see it on our feed, try to. Yeah, it looked like there was a foot and a
2: So so if you're listening on iTunes, switch over to YouTube for a second or just, or just uh, Google it. But my favorite part about this whole story, Adam, I have to share is that when I'm looking at the rundown last night, so Ryan, our producer, who's in the booth right now. Who's uh, really
1: having a rough day, too. Who's
2: also having a rough day. <laughs> this was my favorite thing. He titled this story First Look at Suicide Squad, (laughs) which I was like, what did I miss this week? What did I not see? And then I look at it and I was like, I guess technically this little storyboarded kind of King Shark looking blob is the first look. But I love that. I was like, I didn't even think that they had start shooting. What do you mean first look? What are we going to get? So that was my favorite part.
1: So Tony, you think uh,
0: King Shark? King Shark, well, he's in it. Yes, that's yeah. what's rumored? Yeah, I was yeah. just in. I was looking at it and I was like, that does not look human. But also, I don't. Why are know you how saying he's in it? King Shark is in the movie.
2: Why Yeah. Why are you saying it like fact?
0: Uh, they announced that, right?
2: I don't think so. Well, I think it, they, he's rumored to be one of the yeah. characters. Oh, it's all right. very. Yeah. So
0: it was rumored. I'm to only be
2: asking because yeah. I didn't know if you heard oh, yeah, something no, I didn't no. hear. I mean,
1: I with Dot Man and Peacemaker and all those, yeah. it's about as official as anything. But of those. also,
2: you know, Will Smith was rumored to be in the movie, and then Idris Elba was rumored to be Will Smith's character, and then then that was not, yeah, so I don't know if we know. Yeah,
1: so there's not a lot of concrete detail with this, but, so, I know, Roxy, you're a huge fan of The Flash Show, and we've got a real comic book accurate version of King Shark. If this was to be a King Shark, do you think it's possible that James Gunn would take, like, a less... A uh, 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 literal interpretation of here's a man shark and more maybe more like he's
0: sort of like a sharkish guy based because of on them.
2: based on him making a raccoon in a tree. I don't <laughs>
0: think he's, so. he's going full shark. Yeah, I think he's he going, going. It's going to be as practical as it can be too. Uh,
2: because I think that's what fans would rather see. Yeah, and I think he has his finger on the pulse and he knows that. Uh Ryan zoomed in on this for us to maybe help oh. you guys at. Oh. Or help us look at it. Still won't it help like you if you're listening on ghost, iTunes. A <laughs> ghost sack, a potato
0: shark. I think it, it's it's definitely not human, and it looks it's definitely not Killer Croc. Which, by the way, King Shark is cooler than Killer Croc anyway. And I'm really excited. What about did you about that. think of the effects on
1: Killer Croc and Suicide Squad? Like
0: I didn't character like it. The okay.
2: o- Oscar winning Suicide Squad.
1: <laughs> Sorry, the Academy Please. Award winning yeah. Suicide, yes. Suicide yes. Squad. I just, uh, so you didn't even like, like the design of the character?
0: Not particularly. No. Um, it again, I I really think that. It's kind of like what they did with the you know Beast and Beauty and the Beast, and that they filmed a practical Beast and then they CGI colored over it. Uh-huh. Like, that's a bummer. Practical is cooler if you can do it. Please, if do. you can do it, yeah, you can do a practical Croc. You can't do a practical King Shark, probably, but maybe some. Probably not. But anyway, but a lot
2: of Croc was practical. That, that's why I love the way that yeah. croc you
0: like
1: went. the way Croc looked? Oh yeah. yeah, I did too. I did too. Uh, I, I hated the character though. Yeah, I really liked. I mean, and I'm, it's like when I heard it was being cast as this guy from Lost, Mr. Echo, I was expecting a lot more, and I feel mm. like, like, so many characters got How real cool short trips in that Mr. film. How cool was Mr.
2: Echo? Mr. Echo was so... Awesome. awesome. Oh, I miss that show. And, and almost cool
1: because that guy talked himself off the show. Like, he got into some stuff, and so he was gone, which made it kind of more uh, mysterious. Either way, uh, this is exciting. I, I, I you know, in, in like... There's a good chance we'll get some updates when this, like come July, come Comic Con time. You know, it'll be interesting to see if James Gunn will take the stage in a Warner Brothers panel. I don't know. Yeah. Still don't know if Marvel will be there or what. What will happen in San Diego? There's doubtful. a lot of mystery. You we'll, think doubtful? I think doubtful. Will
0: Spider Man have been released by the time San Diego? Yes, comes
1: out? yes, it, I believe so. Yeah. And then I bet it's early
0: July, I would expect them to because they're like after Spider Man is when we're going to start talking about what we're right. So we'll see.
1: Um, so Shazam. Um, Say it properly. Shazam! There we go. Blu-ray rumors. Apparently there's going to be good stuff to chew on with up to 20 minutes of deleted scenes.
2: This makes me really excited, actually, because there's a lot of movies we hear that there are going to be tons of deleted scenes. And I don't particularly care because I got what I wanted from the movie. And Shazam, I got what I wanted from the movie. But it was so fun that I can only imagine what some of these deleted scenes are. You would have to think they would go, they would be a lot more family scenes. You would see more from that. And I think actually what we heard from Jovan and what we heard from Faith is that a lot of stuff from the family did get um, left on the cutting room floor. So I would think some of that stuff, um, exploring more of Freddie and Billy's relationship and with with the foster parents.
1: I would also think a lot of that stuff in the warehouse, I could see how they improvised a lot of stuff and picked their favorites. There's a lot of those scenes that feel like there was a lot of riffing, and they kind of took the best best of that stuff. A lot of character stuff between Zachary Levi and uh, and Freddy. Uh, did you uh, did
0: you see Shazam? Still have not seen Shazam. We
2: haven't seen it. Definitely. You're on DC Movie News. I well, know,
0: guys. I got the word today, so I, I was unable to rush to a matinee. I gotta to tell
1: out. you, yeah. Um, Maybe after you see Endgame, mm-hmm. what a nice palate cleanser! Sure. I'm, I'm planning on be. it,
0: seeing it next week it's, uh, in like the afternoon. Sometime. It's a great one to Are you on... a
2: Shazam fan?
0: Uh, well, I'll tell you, I have been watching the 1975 TV show uh, that's come on DC Universe, and it is hot garbage, and I love it. Uh, oh. And, and outside that? of that? The, 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 Shazam, the, the Shazam, Shazam show because, from 1975. You, you know, I just read yesterday
1: that the guy that plays Shazam for most of the show doesn't finish it, or he doesn't. Yeah, they, they change
0: little... him to this other very strange-looking. The first of all, the first guy looks just like Ted Bundy, which is very upsetting. Super a little... skinny guy, like <laughs> he, he just has a very intense expression, and it's a little creepy. Yeah. Uh, the guy they replaced him with just looks like he looks like Mongol from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> like, yeah. So it, it's not good, but I love it.
1: Um, I palette end game with One Punch Man which is mm. now season two's on Hulu so if you're looking for that sweet sweet One Punch Man on Netflix it's not there for season two yeah. which is a really really good funny funny superhero show that's why it's relevant um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's how we
2: describe anything as relevant it's relevant because superheroes which could stuff. be
1: anything I could talk about Donald Trump and, and relating to like Lex Luthor
2: well um, he has to wear a hair piece and a lot of superheroes are in disguise which means Donald Trump relevant to DC Movie News.
1: Gene Hackman famously wouldn't go bald to play Lex like Luthor so he wore the hairpiece which they made it seem like well he wore his regular hair that they made it seem like a hairpiece but it was a bald cap. It's
0: like six degrees of separation. Yes board. exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Uh, but
1: Shazam, uh it, it'll all change this weekend but it's still been doing well at the box office. Crossed 125 million I think domestically. Um don't know if it's going to hit that like 500 million mark but what they're saying is because of the budget of the film that it's still ninety
2: million, ninety
1: million, 90 million 90 million um still going to be successful still probably warranting that sequel but it's it's just interesting when you compare it to a film that made sixty million dollars on a Thursday. <laughs> so
2: this is yeah, that's true. But this is an article from Forbes, and I thought it was interesting the choices they made in which they were comparing the movie to. So they said it's already outgrossed its relative comparisons, every conjuring movie yeah. except the first conjuring and rampage uh, in <laughs> North America. and it will pass Steven Spielberg's Ready Player One, which made one hundred and thirty seven million. Uh, soon enough.
0: Strange comparisons. Yeah, they are strange comparisons. Right, you yeah, know, are sometimes strange I feel like you're, there's a
2: dartboard you're throwing yeah. them at the wall. This
0: came out recently.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was weird. They were talking about like how successful like uh, Captain Marvel is versus Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman still has the edge over Captain Marvel domestically. But they were comparing them to every superhero film. And then we got to Shazam and it was comparing it to all these others. But I guess the Conjuring ones are relevant because it's New Line. It's that, it's that uh, studio as well. it's not
2: just that. I think about cost to, to make of course. is different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. was relatively inexpensive for a big superhero movie.
1: But you know, the cultural impact of Shazam is undeniable because Zachary Levi, who plays the titular character, has been tapped to host the MTV Movie Awards. The
2: last time Adam watched the MTV Movie Awards was in...
1: Oh. Huh. Oh. Did I watch the M? Like, sat down... Made a thing of it. Said, yep. hey, leave me alone. I'm watching the MTV Movie <laughs> Awards in here." Oh, I don't know. We probably, I, I, that may they may have never happened. It's never happened. I know for they me. got no. They, I know they got popcorn trophies, so I must have seen it. Yeah, okay. And I know they give awards for the best on-screen kiss.
2: I just think this is funny because. Uh, The audience I would assume and again I don't actually know this but I would assume is a younger audience and I think that they're trying to tap Zachary Levi's studly star self to bring some of us uh, in there. Some of the Adam Gertler, Roxy Stryers Tony I don't know if you are a big Levi fan.
0: I'm not a big Levi fan but he looks like he's doing a good job in the Shazam. That's really all I could tell you. And he's also a good uh, ambassador for the role and for the character And, and
1: what's interesting with the way people see movies these days there's so many different formats and streaming platforms, Vudu, DVD, Blu-ray, iTunes, that when a movie is successful like this and is culturally significant, even if its box-off sort of taps out and is successful, it usually bodes well for a sequel. Uh-huh. So I feel like this is all pointing in the direction that Um, a sequel to Shazam would do really, really well in its opening weekend and could do some serious damage box office-wise. I
2: agree with that. Speaking of how it would do in its opening weekend, though, I want to read something from the chat. It's a question for us, which, by the way, in case you didn't know, Popcorn Talks YouTube page. We are live every single Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so join the conversation live. Jack says, and the, that's Blackjack with two Qs. Very clever. <laughs> they released Shazam in between two major Marvel movies. They need to be more strategic next time, but this movie was far better than Captain Marvel. Regardless of that second half of the statement, what do you guys think? Do you think they need to be more strategic next time, and do you think that that had negative impact on Shazam's box office, even though they're doing relatively well?
0: Tony? I wouldn't think so. I, no. But because, no like you said, no, that I don't think it's having a, a bad effect on the release of either film. It seems that, like you said, Shazam's doing well, Captain Marvel's doing well, and executives on both ends will tell you, we want these movies to do well across the board yeah. because people want to see more. Captain Marvel had pretty much the very beginning of the year, right? It was like February release yeah. date.
1: Uh, Shazam took the beginning of April. Mm-hmm. I, and and after Endgame, it's a minefield until the end of the year, which is taking you into all these other stuff. I think they put the film in a great spot, and it sounds at least like it's performing as good, if not better than expected, if not being, you know, uh, the crazy blockbuster that Wonder Woman, or certainly not Aquaman, which made a billion dollars. Yeah, I, I, I think they did it right. I agree. Cool. Yep. Um... So, one of our all-time favorite Batman, uh, and it's always good to talk about the Batman of the past, uh, and I'd like to hear from everybody your favorite iteration of Batman in just a second, live action, can be TV or movie. Um, They go to the past Batmans, and they say, well, who do you think? Because we're looking for a new Batman. You know, we did it just a couple years ago with Ben Affleck, and so they reached out to The Clune. To the George Clooney, uh, famously of Batman and Robin, also known as the um, the Nippular Batman, the mm. Nippular Knight, I believe. Mm. That is the technical The Dark term. Nipple, I think he was called sometimes. Yes. Mm. yes.
2: Nipples After Dark?
1: Yes. Nipples After Dark. <laughs> um, so, uh, and basically Clooney was just like... Uh, is this is his exact quote. Yeah, he please. said,
2: I'm not sure. I screwed it up so badly I'm not allowed to weigh in on any of those subject matters anymore.
0: <laughs> well so. at least he knows his place. <laughs> but that's
2: so not right to say he screwed it up so badly. That's true. He's that's, taking
0: it on the chin. That yeah. there's a lot of people that is you can so blame. For that. that is
1: so rat packy Clooney yeah. of him, yeah. you know, like yeah,
0: fuck it up, he, the guy
1: is all class and charm. He would never disparage the film. Yeah. And and to be honest, I don't even know if it was all um what's the director's name? Schumacher. Yeah. I don't know that it was all Schumacher. Oh. It was like it was what the studio wanted they wanted a tonal shift the burton films were they had their fans they were not conducive to toy sales no. and, and like they wanted i, mean, to open I had it. the
0: toys so i would say yeah. they were very conducive but
1: i you know and i is. still love the batman uh returns happy meal stuff oh it was yeah, yeah incredible was stuff uh the batman cereal i had a box with the cereal in it until just a couple years ago so you ate it <laughs> uh, yeah spoiler <laughs> alert guys cereal does not keep for 15 years just because it's sealed there is still some exchange of oxygen there, I would eh. say. Um, but I'm okay. Um, but, uh, uh, Roxy, who's your favorite Batman of all time? Actor?
2: I mean, uh, actor or... It, yeah, it's like got, version,
1: iteration of the well, character. Well, it's got
2: to be the whole TDK trilogy. Okay. So, you know, I, I think that he's Bale's the best
1: I mean yeah I know I,
2: I understand why people give people slack for that because they it's the more popular answer nowadays but right. just for me and he's also he's a lot of people
1: man. have problems with the voice and there's like nitpicky things yeah. and people will pick apart that the sequel didn't necessarily the third one didn't necessarily stick to trilogy landing for a lot of
2: people it stuck That's it for true. me um
1: yeah. Uh, what about you? What's your, Tony?
0: What's your... Uh, yeah, Bale's great. I, my favorite is probably Keaton, but that's just because he feels like my Batman. He's mm-hmm. the one I grew up on. and uh, But I also really feel compelled to sh- give a shout out to a guy named Jeremy Sisto. Oh, wow. Who voiced Batman once yes. in Justice League New Frontier. Did he only do it that one time? One time and crushed. Yeah, he it, really did. He brought such interesting qualities to that character and I was like, Why I mean I love Kevin Conroy and I love yeah. Bruce Greenwood and I like everybody they get to do the voices. Yeah. But Sisto, who's a guy I really don't know anything about outside of one or two things. Yeah, he was, was on amazing. Six Feet Under. He was
1: great on okay, Six Feet Under okay. back
0: in the day. He was yeah.
1: Who's yours? Um I mean I guess it's gotta be Kevin Conroy if we're gonna go. I mean the body of work, he's he's got it all. But even if just just the Batman the animated series, it really mirrored like because I was reading a lot of the comics at that time, and I really thought it was a great amalgam of what we had seen of Danny Elfman's Gotham, and, mm-hmm. and I mean, sorry, Danny Elfman's, like, soundtrack incorporated, Tim Burton's Gotham, and... You
2: can't and, keep teasing me by mentioning Gotham.
1: Oh, well, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll have plenty of time to talk about it. That's what we do. We tease it out. Um, you know, again, balancing humor and tone, mm-hmm. and, and a show that is, like, appropriate for, for children's audiences, but... Uh, but also work for diehard comic fans. And yeah. it's so many people's favorite iteration of the character. So I guess that's my favorite. But I do love those Dark Knight movies. Here's what we a lot got
2: too. going on in the chat right now a bunch of Bales, a bunch of Conroys, some Batflex, which is nice to see. Uh, some Keaton's. And I don't hate
0: Batflex. I don't hate Batflex.
2: Even some David Mazuzes. Any Jeremy Sistos? Well. Any
0: Jeremy Sistos in there? No. there are well.
1: on no. Well, I don't know about that Mazuz. Diego Luna. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> So, uh, as we, there's not a lot more uh, movie news. Uh, I did want to mention the fact that one uh, 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 DC film that I'm a fan of uh, is
0: Watchmen. How Mm. do you feel about Watchmen? Uh, The movie? Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. Uh, I even like the extra long version. I've still wanted to watch that with the Black Freighter and all that cut in. I haven't done the extra long yet. Well, here's what I'll say to you you better
2: get on it because Netflix is pulling Watchmen. Oh. So you got to watch it now if you want to watch it for anybody who hasn't seen it. I would think that it's not. Okay. Uh, but wait, It was just a good segue. We're, we're yeah, seeing like a caption
1: screen like up there, though. Ryan, can you confirm tonight? Because it does says Watchman Tales of the Black Freighter. So can, does anybody know, is the Tales of the Black Freighter on Netflix as well as like a separate thing? Because that would be kind of cool. Mm. Uh, and that Gerard know. Butler does the narration in that. Obviously, famously yeah. played Leonidas in, in 300. Yeah, yeah, which
2: so the actual date that we're leaving is May 1st. So that means that you guys have exactly... Four days to go check this out?
1: I can make that happen. Uh, right. we, we're getting some love for Adam West, too, which is, Welcome to you, popcorn know, talk. you know, Ryan, that is concept. definitely new the new wrong time for interview. that sound cue. <laughs> I know. He feels bad about <laughs> what he <laughs> did to Adam West. I know. Gonna let it play out, too. Talks.
2: DC. So. It is fact, though. We are DC movie news. I new. get <laughs> that you're
1: trying to make up. So, <laughs> so here's what Ryan is thinking. He's a producer, and we love him. Uh, So Ryan thinks, you know what, I missed the Super Friends intro. I know what I'll do. I'll surprise the guys and just give them a new start to the show in the middle of the show. Adam, are you surprised? I'm surprised. I'm surprised, too. (laughs) What I think Ryan needs to learn is that, like, more intros don't necessarily... It doesn't like have a a, a, a a progressive effect. Like you don't get better with each time you start. The Intros
0: show. typically happen once.
1: Yeah, um, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So you
2: guys don't know because people used to say superhero movies would never make a ton of money and could never be done. Ryan could be just that innovative. Yeah. Intros in mm. podcasts in the middle of the podcast could now start to be a real thing.
1: I'll, what I'll do is I'll give him this one last chance to come up with another sound cue that would be really appropriate right now while we spin these wheels and oh, contemplate. You mean as
2: we go from one segment to another?
1: I mean, you could look at it that way, one plane of reality if you will, one dimension, one part of the multiverse one into another. One form of content. Yes, as we speak here and then we transition there as we talk about those things on celluloid versus... I'm
2: smelling what you're back, uh, stepping in. But i
1: who's not smelling No, it. he was not <laughs>
2: smelling <laughs> it. We had to really, what is it, vamp? Yeah.
1: Yeah, we did.
2: Oh, Adam, we miss our Johnny.
1: Uh, also, Mike Kalinowski
2: missed him too, but he's still in this state.
1: Yeah, but Mike always punches up. You know, he shows up, shows up. So as we transition into uh, TV time, that was flawless, Ryan. Uh, people <laughs> were mentioning Adam West, and of course, That was the first time I saw Batman on screen, and, like, that probably is what got me to love Batman. Yeah.
0: Needs to be said.
1: Seeing this guy in this costume on the TV, and and, and when I was a kid, they would show, like, both episodes back-to-back as an hour, right? Because... They would they, Every episode of Batman, I think, was like a two
0: parter. Yeah, That's why yeah. it was like. Always two, the, the hangout, like the serial hanging on a thread thing. Right. We should
2: reach back out to Burt Ward. Remember, I interviewed <sighs> him? We, we got to get him.
0: Oh, in here. if we could get Burt Ward
1: he back on here, that he would, would be come. great.
2: He would come. So, what do hmm. you want to talk about? In the uh, world tons of TV things. Time? I mean, do we want to start with it or do we want to end with it?
1: Uh, we don't. We, we, yeah, we can go around. Want you want to talk about my favorite thing first?
2: Yeah, let's talk about your. Is it a little swampy?
1: Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's a little murky. So murky if, in the water. If we were living in a world where we did not get this bizarre, strange, still inconceivable news about the fact that the order for the Swamp Thing TV series was changed from 13 episodes to 10, and, and it's rumored at this point that it was also instructed from uh, the uh, people on above, the executives, that, this should ser- that the 10th episode should serve as a series finale and that this would be a mini-series. which sounds pretty crappy mm. to a fan expecting a season one, but more than that... If it was only meant to be a mini series then that's great but the idea of switching on the 10th episode reshooting it makes you worried. Then we got a teaser where we saw just Swampy's head and then we got this trailer which I mean if if you if you had heard nothing like this is an insanely good trailer they Looks said really horror, good. but
2: I thought it was a trailer too but I guess it was a a TV spot trailer maybe.
1: It was like a minute heard, and a half or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, they're it calling it something different.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. teaser? Mm, not really. I don't know. There's but, not a lot of dialogue in it. It's, it's a bunch of imagery, and yeah,
2: maybe teaser.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. There was there was almost no dialogue.
0: Yeah, there might have been uh, no dialogue. Yeah, I
2: think yeah. that there was no words.
1: Ivan Soto is asking if it fulfilled my horror happiness. I will tell you, I'm not a horror guy. I typically it's not my favorite genre. But when James Wan was 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 putting forth that this was going to be in the horror genre, I'm totally down for it. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and I did dude think it felt a dude. Did. Uh, yeah, I died. Uh, I feel <laughs> like it really felt like a horror to me. Can yeah.
2: I ask you a more important question oh that God, people don't that's talk a... about enough? Yeah, let's talk Why about do that. people not make more jokes about horror sounding like horror?
0: Mm. Horror? I don't know. Maybe everyone does a pretty decent horror. job with the last syllable. They don't. No, they don't. Horror? Well, Roxy. How
2: often do you hear somebody say Horror.
0: Not
1: often enough. Horror. Horror. Rocks it's and, a horror movie. I'll the, see if I can explain that to you. Yeah. We live in a time where people are trying to be a little bit more sensitive about other people's point of views. Thank you. And Adam. Thank you. To diminish a sex worker just because of their chosen profession. Oh, I wasn't
2: diminishing, I'm relating it to whore.
0: Well to well, to, to I, imply that the I job is horrifying. Offend, yeah, exactly. Whore yeah.
2: whore.
0: Yeah. And I prefer um, there's gotta be an eighty slasher sex TV. worker. Which one horror. am I saying? Whore. Pe- yes. Which one? Whore. Yes. Whore? There has to be an 80s slasher movie yeah. that does that, where it's like Ooh. the horror house or yes. something. And oh, you know that has that's to, a good one. Best has has little be. horror house Yeah, in and Texas. It's, it's not
2: an 80s slasher movie. Definitely a different kind of late night, dark right. night movie.
0: Right, the one, same one that has the nipple Batman
2: thing. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, Garth, Mac- Garth McMurray. McMurray. Garth McMurray. Love Garth McMurray. Loves, okay, because I, I like what he's saying here, because I do mimic this uh, sentiment, and he's saying that if you got the Alan Moore series in 10 episodes... He'd be happy. And we did hear that they were taking inspiration from that story. So I would be happy with that, too. The only thing that makes me suspect is the shifting gears in the the 11th hour. 11th hour, not the 11th episode. Because um, we're not getting that. No, we're not. Yeah. But I'm still incredibly excited. And May 31st is going to be the most epic day in the world. I what get, are you
2: going to do? You guys throw a party?
1: I get Godzilla and Swamp Thing in the same day. I'm going to lose my full damn mind.
2: That Godzilla trailer looked so good.
1: It does look good. That five minutes that you got? That wasn't even a trailer. They give you like this huge <laughs> IMAX like piece of movie. And and I gotta say, I was really happy in the theater I was in last night. People were were down. Yeah. After like really making fun of whatever trailer came before it, like you know, when, when a crowd will just start bagging on. Trailer sure, um, because why not? Yeah, because why not? This was uh, Godzilla did well, but I think I'll probably be at a Thursday screening of that, which leaves Friday open for something. Thing.
2: All right, good looking forward. You know, as I wanted to touch on all the other things first, but as I see that we are we don't have that much time left, we just got to get right into it. The it. series finale of one of the most divisive DC TV shows of all time aired last night, and that is Gotham. If you have not seen it yet, we are going to be doing some spoilery stuff. So I would say, chill out, relax, pause, and I will wave my hands when we're back. If you're on audio, I you won't do be able not to see have that. this
0: option. I will be hearing all the spoilers. Yes. You, Spoiler yeah. alert. No. Spoiler so, alert.
2: So what do you mean? Spoiler
0: alert. So, I mean, I will, I'll remember and retain everything you're saying now. Yeah. And then when I get to the season finale uh, a but year you don't and a half watch from the now. Show. I, but if I were to watch it, You are going to devastate me right now, and I'm gonna. Oh my god, I can't be bothered with him right now. I I just can't.
2: Adam, I know that I have been a diehard fan of this show. I know it Uh, too. Sometimes had Stockholm syndrome regarding it. Sometimes just real genuine love.
1: Meaning that, like you, you kind of hate watched it at at, at times.
2: You have never had too much love for this show, but you did watch the final four episodes.
1: Yeah, I think I've pretty much watched every episode this season. May have, may have done a little fast-forwarding here and there to get through it. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was, like, a lot I didn't watch of last season. And that I, f- I found that actually made it more interesting for me to watch the show. because like the li-
2: backstory. Yeah, right? I liked
1: not knowing. I liked coming up with, like, mystery rather than, like, every being hit in the face with every bit. And I guess my problem with this show has always been the exact opposite of what we're talking about with that tonal thing. Like, I just... The way that I could never figure out if this show was like sort of like a comedy, it was very slapsticky and then really dark and bloody, but neither worked for me. So like the comedy humor didn't work, and and the the violence and gore didn't feel like it was grounded by anything or it had any stakes, or I didn't care. Um, but the so one th- thing I that this...
0: didn't work for me that turned me off of the show, I just tried I started it and it's like that, many did. Yeah, it's the Jim Gordon in the first couple episodes lives in the best condo in Gotham
1: City.
0: <laughs> I was like, what? How well, because he was
1: met, he was with that really rich Barbara Quakim, yeah, that yeah. was her place,
2: Adam. Yeah. Those the finale, did you feel that way about the actual finale, or um, you were just saying in general, that's your thought? No, I, I
1: thought that the finale was pretty good, but not that good.
2: I will take it,
1: okay, <laughs> I will take
2: it. Listen, I fake praise, if, uh, yes. I did not think that this is what we were going to do with the finale, and I do feel like this show could have really benefited from a few extra episodes this season. That being said, there were some filler episodes earlier in the season, and I don't know why they did that when they had such a short amount of time. Because I did really enjoy the finale, but this is a storyline that I would have liked to see fleshed out a little more. When we see everything being tied up into a little bow at the end of this as... Our main villain of the last few years dies again. As we've got that Penguin and uh, Riddler team up, where we don't get to see where that finally is going. Where we're we're not going to answer any of those questions about their relationship. Same thing with Selena Kyle and Bruce.
1: Oh, I love the new Selena Kyle, by the way
2: girls got it going on but they, how great of casting was that it was great I casting mean,
1: I mean it was seamless like seamless. that it could have been her 10 years later and I'm I'm romantically in love with her
2: yeah and this is a great <laughs> point from Ivan Soto in the chat who said Roxy the series finale uh, finale of Gotham was more of a TV pilot which is how I felt.
1: I I agree. I was thinking, as I was watching this, I'm like, if you've never watched an episode of this show, this would be a great episode to watch.
2: (laughs) And it was really cool. The Stegman in the chat says Catwoman might get a spin-off, with might being capitalized. Uh, I don't know if that's true, and I definitely don't think that Fox is planning, aka Disney, is planning on doing any more DC shows, can't really see that happening, but maybe somewhere else, maybe on the streaming service, we would get that kind of show. I kind of doubt it, but possibly, we don't know. Uh, I think that they did spend enough time with the characters I wanted to see. I loved what they did with Barbara Gordon. I think uh, even Jim really had a great payoff. I wanted to see more of Harvey there. It was, re- it was really hard to finish all of this Harvey storyline and Jeremiah storyline Line in that one episode. So while I liked the episode, it was not the series finale I was hoping for because it wasn't final.
1: Yeah. It was It wasn't all final. Indoors. It did not feel final at all. Yeah. Uh, Ren Ainsbourne says Lily Simmons Simmons was in Banshee. I totally didn't realize that. I was romantically in love with her in that show, too, of course. She's insane. Yeah. Yes. She, wow. She also
2: was in something else that I recognize her from, but I don't remember what that is. <laughs> so <laughs> I am really curious from you guys. What did you think of this series finale? Did it work for you or not? Make sure you comment on iTunes, on YouTube. tweeted at us, at Movie news live or on Instagram. We're there as well because I want to hear from people. What are they thinking? Uh,
1: so something I actually liked uh, the Joker in this episode. I like this incarnation of it. You think
2: Cameron Monahan did a good job?
1: I do. I, I like, agree. And I kind of like how he is very obviously kind of taking bits and pieces of all the like you can hear Mark Hamill's Joker. You can hear Heath Ledger. You can hear Jack Nicholson like he's very deliberately um uh homaging you know like uh like uh easter egging what have you all the different jokers of the past
2: agreed Agreed. That's uh, good?
1: That's good? That's a good thing? It, was, it, it for, felt It here. For me, it did. Okay. In a this
2: TV is, version where it's the last episode, it felt like it worked.
1: This annoyed so, me a lot during the show that he did this. Because I, I didn't know oh, what he was doing. Oh, I thought were you
2: were doing. saying it in a positive way.
1: I was. In the pilot, I liked oh. it. I mean, I, and I've liked him better this season than I have in previous ones. Like, oh. I, I hated the character before. And this, this season, I actually enjoyed it.
2: Okay. Let's move on then. Well,
1: but what do you think of uh, actual... Batman himself. Oh,
2: good question. Like, good th- question. There was
1: Batman in the show. We, we did are see DC his face, too. We did see his face.
2: And I thought, I, I, again, like a pilot. I thought it was like a pilot. <laughs> so so I, we saw him in a way that I wanted to see more.
1: So we, we had Mizzou's at the beginning of the episode leaves Gotham, and he's gone for 10 years. And we don't really see him as he's Bruce Wayne. He's been training.
2: He's been training.
1: We never really see him again in the episode until that last shot when he's under the cowl. He gives a little smirk, and I liked it. It's I did not him, though. It wasn't him? No. Really? That was not him under the cowl? It was not him. I Some thought it could have been.
2: It, the chin the jawline did look like him.
1: Wow. Well that that was also really good. Supposedly casting.
2: it's not. Supposedly it's uh Ian something, I think. But looks, unless that for that one, you're cool. well, you're not they... thinking
1: of Ian Glenn who's gonna be on the Titans season two as Bruce Wayne, right? Is oh. yeah, that oh. what you're thinking of? Good maybe casting. that is
2: what I'm thinking of. Oh about. yeah,
1: no, no. Are you excited about that guy? Let's see, Tony? maybe yeah. it is his yeah, maybe too. it
2: is yeah. his Oh I it, think it was his Ivan Soto of says that was David Mazusa's face. Wow, he, it looked so uh big.
1: Yeah, and and the voice was well done. It was his voice, but they aged it up properly. Like it was, uh, it was well done.
2: Wow, that's pretty cool. Good
1: mouth. That is pretty
2: cool. Uh, We got to move on, though. Moving on from I don't want to, but we have to check
1: that out because one of my other
2: favorite, favorite, favorite shows, as you know, Lucifer. Thank you to Netflix for bringing back Lucifer. hashtag Save Lucifer. You did it. Uh, Released its first full trailer. Did you check this out? Uh,
1: I haven't seen the trailer yet. Oh,
2: it's pretty cool. Definitely make sure you guys go check it out. Based on YouTube's new rules, we're not allowed to show it to you guys here because they pull us, but just letting you guys know it is out. I think the show's coming the end of May, which is really cool. uh, quick. That's awesome that we're getting that. A Hmm. show that we're, or at least I'm not necessarily as excited about. Pennyworth, the series. But we did, during Gotham, they did show a trailer for this, which I thought was interesting. Oh,
1: that's cool. During the airing? Mm-hmm. We, you know, th- this is what's weird with me about this. I, I was surprised. I thought Gotham was going to be amazing because of Bruno Heller, who is the showrunner of the show. And he did the show Rome on HBO a couple of years oh, ago, yeah. which was... So much fun and plays like fast and loose with history. It has these guys like kind of forest gumping through Rome. It's amazing. (laughs) Um, And he's also the showrunner of this Pennyworth, but it seems a different tone than Gotham by far. Like Gotham seems like he wanted to take the tone of the Adam West series almost some of that camp and make it really dark. And for me, that experiment didn't work. This looks like a good show. I just don't know if I really care about Pennyworth, um, about Alfred's backstory. It should be unencumbered by anything we're expecting to see with Wayne's. But
2: I know how it is. I'm, I'm Johnny, keen. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, I'm really keen on Alfred Barbara Pennyworth. Uh, no, no. Okay. Uh, uh, on his on the character in any iteration, because he has lived a life, and the the Nolan Batman's did a really good job of showing that when he's like i was in burma and tells yeah. his whole thing of like that's a i'd watch that movie yes. i would watch the movie about you in burma hunting a jewel thief yeah. like give me that and so i'm excited this is
1: this is um a layer that's been added to alfred's canon i would say more recently than
0: not yeah that's true if, what, like his military history yeah, and they've his kind of mercenary like, and... i'd
1: like to know if any real hardcore comic fans in the chat role, can anybody tell me like the sort of the point where alfred kind of went from just being the butler to really getting that history with his military service because that's been exploited a lot obviously on the show Gotham and the actor that played Alfred was, was great on that show he's a really good good actor and he trained Bruce agreed um, so I don't know It's, uh, it's you're going to give it a shot though oh 100% yeah I'm going to give it a shot oh I, I got to find out if I have epics though I got to how I gotta, do I
2: get epics
1: yeah that's the thing it's getting really hard to get these one-off channels now like HBO pulled their channels from Dish Network, so then I got HBO Now, but now I don't have Cinemax, oh. so I can't watch that Bruce Lee inspired warrior show. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna go just get Cinemax for that. Yeah, but Banshee was on there, and
0: that was it's really a tough good. life. <laughs> you mm-hmm. might have to rewatch life. Banshee mm-hmm. for Lily Simmons. Mm-hmm. I think
2: you're more excited about this one based off of you and Tony's conversation earlier. Watchmen has a new promo, yeah. uh, and I think that. I'm in on this one. I'm curious to hear cool. what
1: you think. I'm I'm all in on Lindelof, and I mm-hmm. love the leftovers. And Lost
2: I, and leftovers are two of my three favorite shows of all time. So, and I know they are Ryan, our producers, as well.
1: I think a lot of people want to hate on this show before it comes out because Alan Moore is famously anti-adapting his material. Uh, some people. Don't love the the movie of of Watchmen. And a a lot of people don't like the before Watchmen stuff. So this is a thing that people are really sensitive to. I will say, no. Alan Moore created characters that are owned by DC. And just like with every other character that's created by somebody... Other creators add to the mythology. That's what we're talking about. That's how you have Batman for 80 years. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not just Frank Miller. It's not just Bob Kane. It's not just the Fingerman. It's all these people that add to the mythology. I, I'm, I'm I'm damn excited for this.
2: You do?
0: Uh, moderately excited. Okay. L- Lindelof, I haven't watched Lost or uh, The Leftovers. Okay. But I know he messed up Alien pretty well.
1: Yeah, when with write a lot of people. Script, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I, I was disappointed with that. and But I think... I'm not concerned about messing around with the mythology. I think that's great. I think it lends itself to that. And I did like the Watchmen before Watchmen comic books. Yeah. I thought they were really cool.
1: And I love the Doomsday Clock stuff right now. Yeah. I'm loving it. I've heard that was really cool. So this looks like, I think at least part of this series takes place after the events in the Watchmen because it seems like you have uh, Jeremy Irons playing Always a good choice. Um, uh, what's his
0: name? Purple dude. Uh, the guy. Oh, who, is he
1: Ozymandias? Yes, yeah, he's Ozymandias. I didn't know that. And there was a Rorschach in this, but people that know from other things, this might not be the original
0: version or she might not be the main the original guy yeah okay So we'll
2: have to see
0: yes we, we also had
2: new episodes of flash arrow legend of Tomorrow, supergirl and my favorite currently doom patrol adam did you watch this morning
1: i did not watch this morning is this is with the hair
0: patrol
2: yeah oh, so am i good. in for a treat is so good. I love this show. Do you have the DC Universe app? I know you're talking about I it I have earlier. the DC
0: Universe app. I haven't gotten into Doom Patrol yet, but I did like them in uh, the, the Titan show. I thought they were really cool. They're Very-
2: way cooler in the Doom Patrol actual show. I'm obsessed with it. This this last week is really strong. For some people, I think it took a little dip for them, but for me it was really great. Uh, I think that you you're gonna like Larry Trainer's story in this and Robot Man's.
1: What one thing I'm curious about Doom Patrol is. Is, are they gonna address like the time issue? How everybody is just incredibly old, like that everybody is like they got, got have with him in him some the fifties and like
2: <laughs> they've it, addressed why Timothy Dalton's character doesn't really, but not with the rest of but, them. Well, yeah,
1: well, like and, and I get like the robot guy is a robot, and Larry Trainer, he's like you know got that whole thing going on. Even the uh,
2: Elastie can look whatever she wants. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But what about um, Jane? Jane.
2: Well, she changes people, so why not? That's
1: True.
2: I don't know. I th- I I just am letting that be because I don't care because it was so good. Oh, I, I hair, don't mind hair it. patrol. I
1: just think it's just one Sorry, Hair
2: patrol was last week. Francis patrol was Oh my god!
1: So I'm too behind. I have oh, two you to watch. Seen
2: hair oh, no. so you, the last you saw was Jane patrol? No, because
1: I was I was in Boston. Yeah, last Jane Jane one patrol I think I saw great. was Jane patrol, which so was good. amazing.
2: Hair patrol was was really good. I think I prefer Francis patrol. So you're in for a treat, and you're in for a whole I'm in for a whole season of treats. The other shows we don't have time to talk about, but if you watch Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, or Supergirl, you're in luck because our sister network, AfterBuzz TV, does coverage hour-long for each of those episodes. So make sure you check them out because they'll give you all the breakdown. Uh, In general, the CW shows have hit a a little bit of a, a dip for me right
1: now. I'm 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 Willed behind it? on all Willed of them it? I just don't have the time in my day to make them a priority. I yeah, wish I did. I get it. Um how is Godspeed? Have you seen him? That that looked cool.
2: Yeah, um fine. Yeah. <laughs> fine. Yeah. <laughs> was I thought was going to be cooler.
1: It's just it's just there's so much competition for your for your eyeballs these days. There's new shows popping up left Everybody and right.
2: Everybody wants my balls?
1: What's that? Everybody wants my balls. Everyone wants your eyeballs. That's the first thing I said when I met you. Yeah, you're like, look at those balls balls that also have those windows to her soul. Thank you so much. We all get transfixed. I think somebody in the chat, I forget who, said that they would watch the MTV Movie Awards if you were hosting.
2: That's really sweet. Yeah. So
1: that should cheer you up.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Okay, that's it for TV time.
1: I think if that's it for TV... Oh, I did want to mention one thing. Guys, if you're a video game fan, Rock's Day, that made the Arkham games. Has a big announcement coming soon. A lot of people think this could be the Outsiders, could be another Batman thing. We've got something that's about to happen. It's very exciting. It, there were rumors about Superman games. We don't know what's, what, what it is yet. Superman game. There was a rumor that they were doing a Superman game. A, cool. a lot. Yeah, it would be cool, but also very hard not to crack. do you do that? That's a hard yeah. one. Um, but Outsiders would be sick. Yeah, I'd be into
0: that. I'd also, um, be into more Batman. I'd be fine with that.
1: Well, more Batman could be in the Outsiders. That could I guess be you're great. Right. Um, Anyway, uh, that's all we got for you guys. We'll be back next week uh, with more DC movie news. Tony, tell people where they can find you online. Oh,
0: tony.pauletto, P-A-U-L-E-T-T-O, Instagram. That's bit, That's me. That's great. Yeah. Roxy
2: Stryer. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Also on The Tomorrow Show every single Wednesday night, which has now been rebranded to The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro and Roxy Stryer, which I'm really excited about. Oh, on Screen awesome. Junkies, on Collider. Wait, so you're in the title now? I'm in the title for Wait, the first time. Wait, say the title of that show one more time. The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro and Roxy Stryer. Whoa! that
1: You got a with credit. I did.
2: I cried. I was a lump of Adam. That (laughs) is
1: amazing. My name is Adam Gertler. You can find me at Adam Gertler on Instagram or Twitter. You can find me trying to sell you late night uh, uh, air fryer, pressure cookers, ninja foodies. They're awesome. FX movie download. Go eat a hot dog at Doghouse. And we'll see you next time on DC Movie
0: News. Thank you. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in.